Hello there, you're listening to The Box Office Show. I'm Ryan Hill, and this is a bonus episode that's a continuation of our discussion last week of The Northman and the unbearable weight of massive talent. If you remember, in that episode, we left it off on a bit of a cliffhanger, where we didn't give our ratings for the unbearable weight of massive talent. And that's because when we started to do that, it sparked a whole passionate debate about rating systems and what certain star values mean, whether we should do it out of 5, out of 10, do a letter grade, do it out of 100%, like the tomato meter, all of that jazz, plus conversations about movies like Red Rocket and the Toy Story franchise, all of that is contained in this episode that you're about to listen to, so go ahead and enjoy our ratings rant. Okay, so out of how many Nick Cage superfans out of five would you give it, Sebastian? See, the reason I brought up the fact that Jin would give it a two and a half is because I would give it a two and a half. Because I feel like it's one of those movies that's, again, I'm very neutral about on this movie. It's good. It's not bad. It's not great. But it is funny and it's entertaining and it's definitely like worth a watch. So you both are tough critics. What the heck? You said uh, a two out of five? And you said this is a good film? I wouldn't Well, it's good? it's middle ground. It's middle ground. I mean two I'm, is your middle ground? I mean if I'm giving uh I can't give it a three. I can't give it a three in good conscience. I can't. That's great. That's crazy. Um, it does lean that. It does lean more into the three than two and a half. So <laughs> interesting. I will give it. And you even said you'd rewatch this. I don't know what I'm. I'm giving it a three point five. Okay. Because again, I think it's a special film. Like the premise of it, having mm-hmm. Nick Cage in a movie that's just riffing on the idea of Nick Cage being this Hollywood actor. I think that is so special, and they do work with that premise enough like i think they lean into it enough with the whole pedro pascal bit and their interactions it's just something that you're not gonna see a movie like this again so for that reason and again some of those gags that we talked about like the things that worked in the film those gags outnumbered the ones that didn't work Um, so yeah i think a 3.5 is a solid bit a solid uh solid movie that is fair See, I don't see two and a half as a bad score. It's like halfway through, like the scale. So if it's something is good and not bad, it's it it's there. A three listen, is like okay listen. or like eh. What what? Listen. The the school grade system has shifted our benchmark for quality. <laughs> a two and a half is not terrible. Two and a half means it was a decent movie. Two and a half. No, again, that's like a fifty percent to go on your little school. Exactly. No, exactly. Because a fifty percent in the yeah, in a fifty percent in school would be an F. Exactly, it would no, be an F. Seven, but it's fifty no, percent no, is good. It, it's like the half, half, like glass half full. It's it's still good. I would not say five good out of ten. Five out of ten is is, is an average. That's like an average. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. A five out of ten. That's like an average movie. 
I mean, it's I perfectly in the middle, though. It's it's five out of ten. It's it's in the middle. I get that that's what you're saying, but for a film to be made and all that stuff, like there's a certain level of quality control that has to surpass. And I feel like most films surpass the like five out of ten or two point five out of five. No, because I I think you're thinking of it. You're still because everyone. I mean, maybe, but I, it's that, look, the thing is that everyone nowadays gets really caught up because they, they see a seven out of 10 and they immediately think of it like a C, which yeah, a C in school is not very good. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, a seven out of 10 is a good score. Like if I give a movie a seven out of 10, that's a good score. I agree. We yeah. should, so we a five. Should. I'm not disputing that fact. I'm disputing that a five is not a good score. <laughs> I but but would you say a six city? out of ten is good? Because a six out of ten to me is still like, oh, it was a it was a good movie. I'd say that's okay. It's like an okay movie. Like you didn't really dislike it, but it's not like it's anything to shout home about. A I have five a is an okay. A five is an okay. <laughs> I have a solution. solution. We do a cinema showdown about what's the best way <laughs> of grading movies. The grading I scale. Feel, so, you, yeah, what, what's the best so grade scale? What letter grade would you give this, Sebastian? If this? you're on a letter grade, yeah, a B minus. It's what? so weird. I know. Okay, no, I know, okay, no. That makes no sense. Wait, that that makes no sense. What would you give it out of a hundred? Out of a hundred? Yes. Because you can't say two point that, five. That's excessive. And that's then, excessive. You don't need a hundred. It's well, a, no, because I'm a, trying to. If Rotten Tomato score, what would you he's give? Trying to, he's trying to gauge me and break our 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 argument here. Yeah, I'm I trying to see your consistency because it's there's none. <laughs> no, I have no consistency. I'm aware. I have 100 is excessive. You listen. You can't do anything with 100. You can't do with 10. <laughs> listen. You can't do anything with 100 that you can't already do with 10. 10 is already enough, or five. Five. Is That's enough. what I'm you saying. Don't need but no, 100. but it's different. I'm saying like your knee jerk reaction of what you would give. Like an average film, it does change. See, okay, okay. What what does a seventy seven mean to you? What does a seventy seven out of one hundred mean to you? Proof is coming in, Sebastian. What would you give it out of one hundred percent? I give the Northman a, a 66.8 out of one hundred. I would out of out of out of a hundred. I would give it a a sixty two. Damn. Again, how do you get from B minus to sixty two? Okay, because. I see. This is what I'm saying. I see these rankings as <laughs> like differently, like the the star system, the letter system, and the hundred system mean completely different things to me. It's also the way those kind of systems have been like locked in my in my head. Like I'm more, right. I'm more, like I don't know. There's something about the five star versus the letter versus the hundred that that just like. I don't know. It's okay. What pushed that movie up to a sixty-two from a sixty? What added those extra two points? See again. I agree that like what you're saying is there's different pressure in the background. Uh, uh, Just blew out everyone's headphones. Um, I agree that yeah, people have different ideas. Like based on a five scale, I think people say three as like their their in between, like their baseline average. I think people do tend to say like six or seven. I think more so seven. Like if it's an okay film, I think more people say seven out of ten. See the uh, thing with so it's it's weird for sure. But the thing with with a five star, 
Yes. Listen, I think like the five star, there's so little range there that I'm like two two to me is not horrible. Like like one it's one a star four is horrible. Out of ten. Two, See, that's two the thing. Like, I also like very few films could possibly get a one star. No, I've me. seen a lot of film. I've seen a lot of. Like, yeah, I'm just for, not watching I, a one I, star I, film. Like it doesn't happen to where I'm finishing that film. Yeah, well, I, to I be, agree. Like, I agree. One star. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, we the one the ones that are one star like we actively seek out as terrible <laughs> movies. Very rarely do we go to the movie theater and it's like, oh, that was that was a piece of garbage. Uh, one star. So movie. what would you? Think- uh, so let's translate the stars into <laughs> the words, like into the adjectives. Because okay, I look, think- real, real, real quick, real quick. <laughs> yes. I just looked at my. I looked at my letterbox. Well, yeah. Just so you don't. So like you also two average because you're. No, no, no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before you jump on me, <laughs> I know you. You guys think I'm like this big hater. My average. The one the the score I choose the most is four, four yeah. out of five. All right, that's you know my highest. That's, that's my that's average. A, that's a good gauge. Mine is, and that's too and much. That's me being generous because I'm a filmmaker, so I know what goes into a movie. So I'm generous when I'm reviewing. I know the audience can't see this, but I I'm in between a three and a half and a four and a half. I feel yeah, like which would be. I four. actually have the same exact number for three and a half and four. I have two fourteen. I had they were off by one. I guess ratings. Yeah, for each. Okay, you know what? To be fair, looking at so it, so that's your average of the films yeah. that you've seen. To be fair, I would give it more two. more three than a two and a half. Now, seeing what I've rated two or two and a half, I think I would lean more into a three. And obviously, it's never going to be. It's like inconsistent. A system it changes. No, yeah, it's inconsistent. I, that I don't. I, I'm I'm very inconsistent with grading. Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, because I was going back and forth on Northman. Like, I was sort of mixed about that. Um, but I ended up giving it a four, like, rounding it up because of that whole atmosphere element. In this one, I was going to give it a three initially, but because of the mm-hmm. the original premise and Nick Cage, like, he goes all out. Like, he really is. He's what you would hope for in this film. And he fully delivers. Yeah. So that yeah. aspect, I'm like, that's just so unique. Like, you can't get that anywhere else. I'm going to give that. 0.5 just for that. so that's how i arrived at the 3.5 but yeah my thing is like another three is okay 3.5 is good four really good 4.5 it's like great really great and then a five star of course incredible amazing all that chance a 2.5 is not good that's a bad film and then two pretty bad 1.5 hmm. is getting to like awful again one star is like extremely terrible and then i don't even know how you get a 0.5 you'd have to be actively seeing out like the worst movie ever or baby geniuses three which baby is geniuses the three. worst film ever or super Spike babies whatever it was what'd you say uh, i have several uh, movies <laughs> nothing <more. laughs> uh, no no but uh so if you translate no, it into half star- <laughs> What would be a half star? Half half star is like the the worst movies ever that I've ever I can, seen. I can, like, I, I can yeah. name some movies right now that are the first half Suicide stars Squad to me. to me is like easily there. Number number one that that I have yeah. Army of the Dead as half star. I think that movie is god awful. 
That okay, no, I gave terrible. that. I, see, you know what? What pushed that from a half star to a one for me is just that we got really drunk and we had fun watching. Oh it. well, yeah, no, that's so. the half star for me because either like any other thing wouldn't have. <laughs> I I dislike that movie entirely, apart from how, like the cool premise that the movie completely shits on. Like the only good part was that we got drunk and and we laughed about it. I think that's my half star. Um, that's hardcore. I can't I, remember what i gave that one it's on the show we did an episode on it in like a grab bag i didn't like it either so i don't know what i gave it maybe it i would probably guess a two is what i gave it that's too generous very generous really apparently but that's like a two the things you love what you guys give morbius did you see morbius i we we have not watched no. Morbius. Um, again i think you gave that a two mm. which again it's like bad but you guys would probably give that well i don't know it's not like offensively bad it's just so generic that it's like why does this exist yeah i, I keep think i gave venom like a three okay but th- okay. the first venom was genuinely like funny <laughs> it, that's what it, i'm saying it, it's a good time it's not a good yeah. movie but it's a good time so i think i gave that yeah something like that three three point five probably just a three <laughs> a two All right he, for what what is this venom Nice. Yeah, it's Venom. I'm assuming I that's it. Venom. It's out of focus, but yeah, it's Venom. So I think, I think, in conclusion, uh, <laughs> my ratings are inconsistent. It probably does this unbearable weight. Probably deserves uh, correct Very five correct. stars. Absolutely. Um, unbearable weight probably deserves more around three. Because that's what I'm I saying. Mean, like a three point five for everything for, all at once. Yeah, What's I mean, the most it's... recent five star rating you gave out, Alessandra? Because for you to oh, get five stars, like, I mean, that has to really resonate. That has to be like, I, I already told you, for me, a five star is like it made me cry, basically. that That's my five star gauge. But is that so? Are there any five stars that haven't made you cry, though? Or is that the one like criteria? No, no, I didn't cry in The Godfather. I would still say The Godfather is a five star movie. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, French Dispatch is the latest five star. Gotcha. I still haven't seen that yet. I was about to say the same thing. Wow! So both of you gave five stars. Yeah, I know you're not gonna like this, Ryan, but Red Rocket was very close to a five star for me as well. Yeah, see, that was a one point five for me. Damn. Clearly, you can tell okay. I did not like no. it. Well, okay. and here's why. Again, that's like one of the lowest because again, I don't think I've ever thought of walking out of a theater before, and I watched Into the Woods. You remember that film? <laughs> like a 2014 Into the Woods. That thing that's, was awful. That's that's the movie that made you one of the movies that made you want to walk out of the theater into the woods <laughs> yeah. with Meryl Strip Strip with James Gordon strip. and all these other folks that like Chris Pine that you think would be fine, but it was just a miserable experience. It just didn't stop. It didn't stop. There's a point where you thought it would end, and then they had giants come out of nowhere, and I was like, I can't believe. Okay, this. but when my mom when, when hated it as well, and she like doesn't have very strong opinions about movies either way. She hated that film. So that's how you know it's bad. But Red Red Rocket, I also had that feeling of like I like I kinda wanna not sit through this anymore. I stayed though, because your boy ain't a quitter. But did not enjoy boy. it for a large portion of it. And that's why I was like a one point five. Which again, to have this strong visceral reaction of me wanting to walk out, like that's the same type of feeling for me, like with the five star 
Definitely needs to have that, that strong visceral reaction on the other way. to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like 1.5, right. that's that's intense. There are some saving graces, I think. Like it's an interesting, like some of the themes they try and go into. I like that they clearly come down on him not being a good guy. You're not supposed to root for him. But they're right, unflinchingly depicting like real life and there's bad people in real life. Um, it's a so, very uncomfortable watch, but I think for it's sure. probably one of the most interesting movies that has come out recently based on that. And I was very right. nervous going into it because uh, Alessandro watched it before me and he gave me that like, warning about uh, about how uncomfortable it is. And I was already scared, but it genuinely is a very interesting watch that never roots for uh, or condones, not condones, it's never never approves of that behavior, but instead it, it makes it very clear that it's not right. And I think you, you just have to watch, you have watch. to watch these movies. You have to watch these movies critically. I, people nowadays have this idea that if a movie shows something, it's the director saying, Oh, this is all right, which I think is ridiculous. But, um, I mean, you know, the real world is not all cherry pies and, and, and whipped cream. Like there's, bad shit that happens in the world and he's just showing it so i don't even think this movie's too far off from like florida project i mean florida project was showing some pretty heavy shit as well but for some reason people like that one they didn't like this one i don't know it, to me it's they're both right. almost like sequels no so. i really like the florida project but i do think there's like distinct differences in the way that they go about the subject matter i think it's a I much more agree. sympathetic portrait of the main character in florida project than with this one again it's not trying to be sympathetic towards him but it is centered around him and it can be like frustrating to watch that and uncomfortable to watch that um and see him like continue to succeed in these ways um which again i mean it's a portrait of real life like bad people are able to have good things happen to them in their life in terms of i think i think that's that's genius going forward yeah. That's the genius of it, though. It shows you not everything is so black and white, you know. A bad character can make a joke and you can laugh at it while still being like, okay, this is a completely terrible person. <laughs> and I f- and I'm, I feel weird that I just laughed at one of his jokes. But, you know, it just, you know, not, there's no such thing as like evil or good. There's everything is subjective. So right. at the end of the day, I'm any saying, movie that makes you, you know, yeah, question I, that. I agree. I'm just saying I feel like it would have been a more interesting or more worthwhile experience to focus on the the girlfriend character like any other character in that film being the main character besides him i think would have been a more worthwhile experience to see like the detriment of a presence like that coming into your life and seeing the effects that it's having instead of us having to see it from his viewpoint where again he's just manipulating the people around him but in order i feel to like successfully feel like... push himself forward I feel like that's what what makes it compelling, though. You're seeing it from the asshole's point of view, which again, it's it's the same kind of the same problem I had with with Joker. Not to bring this up, but you see it from like this completely flawed character's perspective, and he's he's a terrible human. But it works so much better here in Red Rocket because. Not only does he get his comeuppance, but you do see that the way he influences everyone else's life. And and like just seeing how much of this uh how 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 far this 
dude can go and how bad he can be. But still, still like, see him try to be charismatic because he he thinks there's nothing wrong with him, and that's what makes it compelling. Like he genuinely thinks that what he's doing is is right. He doesn't see any problem in what he's doing. So, uh, uh, I I I think it's an interesting perspective. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, this did turn into a. A Red Rocket episode. We always end up coming back to it. Again, like, yeah, I agree with you. Some harsh realities need to be depicted. That's not an instant mark of approval from the director. Like, things being shown are not things being condoned. Um, but I also think, like, yeah, how that resonates with the audience is up to them. I mean, it always is a personal subjective experience at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. With Red Rocket, it was just too uncomfortable that I like actively disliked being a part of it and watching it. I also think there are like legitimate qualms with how they try to go about some of the things like you can say here or there, like her singing that one song. What was it like the insane uh, song or Backstreet Boys, yeah. whatever song it was. Yeah. Um, like her doing that completely naked. I don't know if we needed to see all that. Like you could have conveyed the message of, Oh, she's an innocent girl about to be taken advantage of. I don't know if we needed Again, like the full nudity in that specific scene. I don't know if we needed the... It took like a weird turn when they were evicting him from the house and you had the one chick come in and she's like bossing around the dudes to get him out. Um, and then he runs to the drug dealer's house. I thought all of that went on a little too long. And it also was, again, sort of distracting. Like they tried to lean heavily into the comedic aspect. I felt like lost sight of how we should be truly feeling about this uh, event that's happening, like him getting kicked out and then having to try and wiggle his way out of it as he always does. Um, like, I think those I are agree legitimate with that. concerns that I have with it as well. But again, the majority of my like rating for it is that visceral reaction of, I just don't like seeing what I'm seeing. It's just not that fun of experience to watch this go down, even though I can appreciate the effort to depict real things. That's fair. Uh, I do agree with you on the on like the nudity on her side. I feel like that was kind of over uh, glorified in some parts. Yeah, and, and she's also I don't know how old the actress is, but she looks so young. Like she legitimately she's looks. Yeah, she's that's 26. crazy because she looks legitimately like fifteen. The part, yeah, she looks the yeah, part, which is younger than how she's even described in the film. But I'm like, that's like wow, and they that was an active choice like a conscious choice i'm sure to do that in order to heighten the uncomfortable aspects of like this dude is clearly taking advantage of someone who has such a like still like child like face not fully childlike but still like way too young um Mm -hmm. and so yeah that part as well was just like like cringing in my seat every time they leaned into that aspect and went into the sexuality things with her um so yeah again things like that are definitely it's like hard to overcome, I would say. That's a fair assessment. It's not for everyone. It's certainly not a film for everyone. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Alessandro. Uh, uh, just to change the subject and go back a little bit, just to go back to the reviewing topic, I just want to say another thing, another reason why our reviews change is because they change with time, right? Like, well, 
you know, when you immediately come out of a movie, you're like, you could be like, oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. But then the more you think about it, you're like, eh, actually, maybe it wasn't that good. Or maybe there's a movie that's the opposite. It's like you come out of it and you're like, oh, this sucks. It's terrible. But then the more you think about it, you're like, eh, actually, you know, it, it did that thing pretty good. And this was pretty good. And this is this. like you, you start getting it right. So there's been movies where like I watch it immediately and I'm like, that fucking sucked. Like that, that mm-hmm. was boring or whatever. I mean, we, I, then we like have, the, we have a very clear example of, of that, of that example you're trying to put out. Like which, which one? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh we, yeah, 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 yeah. We came sure. out of yeah. the, when, when we, we first watched that movie, we, I'll let you tell it. You were the one I brought up. No, no, no. Just, just that, uh, when we first came, came out of it, we were like, oh, that was kind of boring and like underwhelming. Nothing really happened in the movie. We felt like it was super anticlimactic or whatever especially for being a tarantino movie you know you you go into it with a certain expectation that you're gonna get this like balls to the wall action movie and then you go to once upon a time and uh, i mean i don't know if this is a spoiler at this point but it's like his most like chill slice of life movie right so it's like you know it was kind of weird but then the more i thought about it i was like you know i actually liked it and then i saw it a second time and i was like no, you know what? I get what Tarantino's going for now. And like I, I enjoyed it way more the second time around, the first one. If I had to put it into a score, the first time I saw it, I gave it probably like a three. Second time I gave it like a four. So um, I, mean, I thought it was gonna yeah. become like a five star one, but it just went up to No, a four. it went up to a four because a four to me is very good. It's not like bad. Right. Like a four is very good. <laughs> A four and a half is like incredible, and then a five is like one of the best movies I've ever seen. So, gotcha. Listen, you gotta appreciate one star jumps. A whole in a five star (laughs) system, a one star system. I I mean a five star system. You only have a limited amount of stars, so jumping a whole star, I think, is uh significant. I wouldn't disagree. I think it is, yeah, definitely an increase for sure. But I thought the way you were yeah, telling and, it, it was going to end up like a five star. No, 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 no. I didn't jump I to a five. I underappreciated it, but, and then now it's mm, a masterpiece. It's in, like, I loved it. I loved everything legend. about it. It was it was one of the best movies I've ever seen, three stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels like sometimes. I'm like, what? Um, but yeah, I think that it's definitely something to consider as well. And as Sebastian brought up before, like you're definitely always inconsistent. Like some movies that you rate a three star and then you rate some other one is a four star and you go back and you're like, why, why did I think that way? Cause in that moment, I, mean, I can, that's I can tell you that. It, yeah. And I can tell you, it's also like, again, it's that kind of like personal feeling the same way you feel about, about like red rocket and how that made you feel. It's also sometimes there's movies that I rate like five star. Like I can tell you right now, the original Muppet movie is not a five star movie, but just the way it made me feel, I I would rate it five star. And I think that's kind of like the inconsistency of like how a movie makes you feel, which is also not just technically. I think rating goes beyond like what the movie is technically, because a movie can be like either technically uh terrible, inconsistent, and just shit. Sorry for uh, cursing. I don't know if I'm allowed, but You're if fine. it makes you have we not been cursing before that? 
I yeah, don't know. Yeah, we have I cursed have... many times already. Okay, I have. <laughs> that I've, I've been, been, I've been cursing. <laughs> I've been, I've been trying to like limit myself, but I don't know if uh, it has like slipped out. I don't know what, no, what we're fine. going for here. No, you, you have cursed. But yes, continue. Have, so, yeah, have I? Yeah, probably. Yes, you have. Uh, so it's, I, th- I feel like feeling is such a, it's, it's a big part of, of uh, the rating system. All right, Jin, can you speak so your little video stops bouncing? <laughs> no, I'll just, I'm that's that's a really big uh, that's a really good point that you said cuz um sorry, another thing cuz this is a passionate topic as you can tell, right? <laughs> but um the rating one one thing people are like scared to take into account when they're reviewing a movie is their feelings. Like if a movie made you cry and and had you like breaking down and reevaluating your life, Give that shit a five out of five. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are people like breaking down and having these emotional reactions? And then they're like, oh, but I'm I'm going to give it like a three. It's like, dude, your personal perspective is all that matters when you're watching a movie. Like, don't take in a, into account the critics or what you think it should be or what, you know, whatever, like. Yeah, a movie might not technically do something. Oh, maybe that shot is not the best or maybe that performance was like a little bit off. But if it gave you a visceral reaction like that, then I mean, I feel like it surpasses anything else. I mean, that's the number one thing they always teach you when you're writing a script, right? You go for emotion before you go for anything else. So, I mean, dude, if a movie made you cry, if a movie made you laugh, like what else can you ask for? I mean, that's that's what you go to the movies for. So. You know, that's why to me, if a, if a movie makes me cry, like Toy Story 4, I, I cried like seven times in that movie. I'm like, this is a five star movie. Like, I don't give a shit if I'm sorry, I'm cursing again. I don't care if the if if it, the story wasn't as good as three or two or one. It still made me cry like seven times. So I'm going to give it a five star because this is incredible. Like, uh, you know, and, and as movies- you said, Toy Story is the film film franchise that's most able to get me to cry or almost cry because i still remember toy story 3 crying up when they were oh, going to that incinerator it, took oh, me yeah. out crazy and then toy story 4 uh the because i knew from the beginning when it had woody and what's her name bo uh, bo bo peep thank you I knew it was something, and I was gonna say Boba Fett because <laughs> it was like <laughs> Bo something, and I was like Bo Bo the what? Book of Bo Boba, Peep, Boba Fett, the book, the um, book of Bo Peep. Now Nick yeah, Bo Peep. <laughs> I knew the ending of the Book of Bo Peep was gonna be what he's gonna go off with her and leave his friends behind, and this was also right after graduating from high school. Um, it was oh like yeah, like a year afterwards. So yeah. that whole thing is in there of like, wow, all these people I was with for years and years and years as we go from elementary to middle school to high school. Yeah. Now everyone's dispersing, and then the main storyline is going to be the hat. That was going through my head at the very first scene, like that cold open, and it was gorgeous too with the rain coming down. The animation with was the insane. Rain. Oh my god! So, so, I, I, yeah, I was bawling alone, already in that scene. Yeah, that scene alone could have been like a its own short, and and like that's it. Like they would have gotten me. Like, exactly. They did get me. But yeah, they did get me. The thought of being like, oh my god, this is where it's going to end up. Like that tore me up inside already like i was i was right it's a very good film and a lot of people hate on it because it's it's uh it like 
it doesn't undo three. I th- it builds on three. And I think uh, so too. I was definitely skeptical of four going into it, but I think it works great. Like people can I say think, it as an epilogue or the fourth entry. I think it is. It works fantastically. Sequel. Like and yeah. and it, it still deals. The thing about Toy Story that from from the beginning of its franchise. Now this has start, uh, become like a retrospective of Toy Story. <laughs> we're, hitting up, we're hitting everything up. Yeah. <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. Exactly. Yeah, basically. It's a versatile episode. Every movie, every era, all at once. Uh, but like from from the beginning, like Toy Story has always dealt with like kind of like hard topics. Not not that hard because they're so like. Well, they're uh, universal and they can yeah. be accessible to children, but they also work for adults. So yeah, adults. Yeah, I was gonna say because they're kids' movies, and I'm like, wait, let me stop myself because that's entirely not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, just like you, you think about two and about how like these toys are being sold and like th- what that like what legacy means to these toys and this. Those are like big themes for like what what is like. Um, just a, a child movie in in uh, quotation marks, and I mean three three is just masterpiece. I don't even have to talk about number three. So it's when four came around, it's just like a perfect conclusion to the a character and and I such a worthy entry. How did we get to sure. Toy Story again? Who knows? Because he was saying if it makes you cry, it should be a five. Oh, star. that's right. That's Toy Story right. four made him cry, so it's a five star. Um, I, but yeah, and to I that agree. to that point, actually, uh, going back to the rating system, I think we also have uh, a, a built-in like notion as us three in this room as film majors that that we have to view films in such a technical way sometimes that we kind of forget that films are meant to be entertainment first, and they're meant to like make us feel a certain way and that's the whole i think jin put it beautifully in his impassioned speech like if a movie makes you feel some kind of way if it makes you like want to walk out of the theater and give it a zero stars that's fair and if it makes you cry and like have an existential crisis uh give it a five stars like these are movies are meant to be uh entertainment they're not supposed to be just like pieces of media we consume and 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 move on they're supposed to like they're art their movies are art and we shouldn't just rate them on technical basis and i think uh that being said unbearable weight is still a two and a half star movie (laughs) we were gonna (laughs) Um, get that i was like so after all that are we still giving it a 2.5 i think i think it's a good movie i just don't and i and i if i Found myself like ever like, like hey, you want to watch Unbearable Way? I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like seek it out or say, wow, that movie was so funny because there's yeah. immediately so many other like <laughs> movies that are better than that. Watch Game Night, everybody. That's a good comedy movie. Watch Game. Oh my Night. god, dude! Game Turns Night is so funny. You and Dylan will be able to be on an episode together because he loves Game Night. Game Night He's is brought it up many times Game on the show. It's funny as hell. <laughs> Game Night is like to to me still is like one of like the quintessential comedies of of like recent times like the last ten years. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, 
for sure. Well, that was a <laughs> beautiful tangent. <laughs> yeah, that we, we went that on. kind of, that kind of went. I didn't expect uh, when you when you summoned us for this. I didn't expect uh, to be impassioned about a lot of things. I know. But here we, we are. went into a whole treaties on rating systems, and then we went into <laughs> reflecting on the purpose of the film. So that was beautiful. We touched on everything, I think. But yeah, I think that just about does it for us on this one. I'd like to thank our guests, Sebastian Marcano Perez and Alessandro Valido de Luna for coming on the show and sharing your guys' thoughts. Always is a good time, and certainly we will have you back on sometime in the future. So we look forward to that. For our listeners, if you would like to give your thoughts on the show or make a suggestion for the movie of the week, you can email us at theboxofficeshow at gmail.com. Our main title theme is Sundown by Joseph McDade. And make sure to tune in next week when we will be having a show about Doctor Strange and the possibility of some special guests coming in for that. So stay tuned. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Thank you.